Your Brain on Weird is recorded in private homes in a state where cannabis is recreationally legal. This show is intended for mature audiences only. your braid on weird i'm sam i'm sage and this is our podcast about the paranormal and the potheads yeah and welcome to our show <laughs> welcome to our show that was almost our uh the name for our podcast yes hilarious <laughs> yes. pothead paranormal was almost the name for this podcast we had the logo made and everything it and exists we changed it at somewhere. last minute yep Thanks, Dom. Um, Thanks, Dom. <laughs> well, great. It's fine. It's fine. Your brain on weird is better. There's more puns that we can make about it. So yes. Um. There's that. Yeah. Yeah. Sage, how are you doing today? I am okay. Um, it's been kind of a weird day, so I'm just kind of like tired. I had like a really busy day at work, um, which was one thing, but. Also, my mom slipped on ice this morning and broke her wrist, so I've been very anxious about that. Um, She's home now, and she's fine, but she's definitely going to have to have surgery, which is very unfortunate, so I just feel really bad about that. So, yeah, today was kind of shitty, but I did buy the new Pokemon game last week. Yay! And I've been playing a lot of that, (laughs) and I love it. I'm obsessed with it. Ah, oh, that's awesome. Um, I'll tell Nick. Yeah. He's debating on getting it. Well, actually, uh, he really wants it, but he keeps spending his money on other stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, honestly, like, the shitty part about buying games now, especially if they're, like, for the Switch and stuff, is they're, like, 60 bucks. So, and it's, like, it's hard to justify that expense. Yeah. That's so, a lot of money for one go. Yeah, like, I told myself I couldn't buy it until I was done, uh editing the podcast for last week i was like okay when i'm done with that then i can buy it yeah like motivated me yeah and i've been playing it a ton and i'm trying really hard to not blast through the main story because that's what i did with sword and shield is i just kind of like steamed through the main story and didn't get anywhere near catching them all which is like the whole <laughs> point of pokemon so i'm trying to like take my time and like catch as many as i can and get the full pokedex so that's awesome man. it's been very relaxing honestly except for the times that i have to fight a big boss pokemon and i get my ass kicked but it's okay i've seen a couple uh like uh shots from the game and i saw a snorlax just like absolutely hyper beam like a little guy and i was like that definitely happened to me a couple of times because there is like a very large snorlax it's in a very inconvenient spot oh, you have okay, to like get around yeah. it um and i definitely the first time the first time i tried to beat it it was like 15 levels higher than i was and i was like it'll be fine and then just all of my pokemon got annihilated like 
the Snorlax would just like one hit the Pokemon, it would faint, the other Pokemon would come out, and of course it would be Snorlax's turn to attack again. So he would just like one shot my freaking Pokemon, and the next one would come out, and he would just one shot it. Like literally they were all just like gone. And I was like, great. Well, (laughs) guess I won't be coming back to this for another 15 levels. Eventually I did beat him. But yeah, that Snorlax is a bitch. Wow. It's not very cool. Incredible. Yes. So it's very fun, and I like it, and Nick should probably get it. Okay. Maybe save up some money first, okay. but yeah. yeah. Well, he's been doing food delivery now, so he can- uh, Oh, yes. Delivery Express. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Delivery Express is a thing. Did I tell you? No. It is exclusively Northampton Hadley Amherst. Amherst. Oh. Oh. So how the Interesting. fuck was okay. anyone supposed to know about that? Except Nick. Yeah. 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 That's <laughs> Delivery Express. Delivery Express. Oh, man. I thought it was funny that he had just, like, made up. I thought like, it was, too. And, so- <laughs> and he like, thought- yeah, I'm, I'm an Uber Eats driver, but I call it Delivery Express. It's like, no, okay, that's funny. <laughs> like, like, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Hilarious. But, yeah. Uh well how are you? I'm fine. I'm super depressed again this week because that's my life. And um it's winter. And even though yeah. I started taking my vitamin D again, uh it's gotta probably build up in my system and it's been less than a week. So Yeah. Yeah. I'm just kinda hanging in there right now. But I spent I feel a you. lot of time just cuddling with Ruben on the couch today, and it was very nice. I love that does sound very lot. nice. Yeah, that might be pets the make reason... everything better. Oh yeah, they do. That might be the reason my arms were breaking out though, because I was just petting her so much. <laughs> that could definitely be it. <laughs> that makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then Artemis was also um like lying on my feet for part of the morning it was very good i really love my little beans mm-hmm. and then yeah yeah that's it i don't know i'm trying to find a new job because my boss yeah. sucks really bad yes it's true it'd be cool for you to find a boss that doesn't suck for once <laughs> Yeah, I, like, want to say I'm, like, sick of working for men, which is true. But I'm also sick of working for bitchy women, too. Like, girl Mm -hmm. boss, like, fucking just think they have to- We don't fire anybody because we have a a good track record of never firing anybody. So all they do is just lessen your hours until you're working ten hours a week and they're like, okay, we're gonna fire you now after you gave your notice- and pay you out for 10 hours. Very cool. Thanks. Cool. Awesome. Neat. Very ethical business practices. Yeah. It's really shitty, the stuff that, like, restaurants and stuff can get away with. Restaurants and retail. Yeah. I feel and like they can get, it, get away with so much bullshit. And we're in at-will state, which doesn't help. Does not help at all. You can literally just get fucked, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But we finally got all of our tax information in. So we're going to start doing our taxes this week. Yeah, I got to do that too. I'm not looking forward to it because I heard that the stimulus checks will like annihilate your refund. Great. Great. So we'll see about that. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. Apparently my desk is a little unstable. 
Uh oh. That's fine. Unst able. Unst. 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 <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No thoughts. Uh. Well, good luck on your job search. Thank you. I hope that you find something that actually makes you happy instead of just paying the bills. But it's hard to find both. You know what? I don't even I don't even care if it makes me happy at this point. I just don't want to be dreading to go to work every day. Yeah, that's also like fair. I would just be neutral about going in. That would be great. And that's kind of yeah. was how I was about this job when I started. But then my boss went from neutral to I don't believe in the COVID vaccine anymore. And I was like, nope. <laughs> Out of here. Yeah. So I just, just like bare minimum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is fun. And Jay's also leaving, <sighs> so it's also fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, at least you have solidarity in that. Yeah. When so. half your staff walks out on you, because there's yep. only four employees. Yep. Good luck with that. Eat shit and die, you bro. you should treat your employees better. Anyway. God. Man, um, I'm going to just go on a rant about European bosses real quick. Because, oh. well, I guess Israel isn't in Europe, but... Middle Eastern. I'm going to say socialism, I guess. Hmm. Like, um, because they all believe and were all raised with healthcare and stuff like that being included in wages, right? And oh, okay. even in Israel, like, they would compensate your travel expenses, even if you were just taking the bus into work. They would, like, pay for that, right? And that was just included. And, like, things like healthcare and, like, anything but taxes, you know, no retirement, like, is included here or anything like that. So they all think that it should be included, but they are not willing to pay any extra to have it included in their employees' yeah. paychecks. Because they're like, it should just be included. And I was like, but it's not. So what are you going to do to fix so, it? And they're like, it's not my job to fix it. And you're like, yes, it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, I, I just, like, really hate that. Because you're like, yeah, you do think that healthcare should be included. And you think that we should have healthcare, but like you're like, I'm not gonna pay for that. That's your job. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, well, then pay me more, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's not not gonna happen. Yeah. So. Well, that makes sense. It's shitty, but it makes sense. Yeah, it is shitty, and I'm yeah. I just like hate that shit, man. Mm-hmm. Understandable. So that's cool. Okay. So, anyways. Are you hydrated? I am hydrated, actually. Good. Okay. Um, I fucking had a migraine last night, so I chugged, mm. like, two bottles of water while I was just, like, laying in bed before going to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I woke up this morning and, like, chugged another bottle, and then I, like, had my cup of coffee, and then hung out, and then I've had at least two more water bottles today, so... Nice. Very good. I've gone pee so many times. Yeah. Yeah. Great. But my water bottle is empty. Oh. So I maybe should refill it before we start our story. But. Yeah, maybe. Are you hydrated? Kinda. I had a couple of glasses of water at work and I had a tea and I had a coffee 
And on the way home, I had a soda, which is very out of character for me, but I was really hungry. And so I needed to get fries and they had Coke. So I was like, okay, fine. Treat yourself. So I had a big soda and I am almost done with this water bottle that I filled up when I got home. Nice. So I'm doing okay. Yeah. I didn't drink, like, I'm really bad about drinking water at work. That's the thing. So I just need to, like, figure out a way to motivate me to drink water at work. Because I just want, like, tea and coffee the entire time I'm there. Yeah. So. You just gotta have your water with your tea. If you have a tea or a coffee, you just better be like, okay, gotta have a little water with it. Well, I do, I do keep... <laughs> I do keep two beverages minimum That's at my desk at all dead. times. That just makes sense. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> normally it's three, but I guess at work it goes down to two for some reason. Um, and so I normally have like my tea or my coffee and then I have like a cup of water, a glass of water next to it. Mm-hmm. But then I just ignore the water yeah. and I just like keep going straight for that. So yeah, I need to figure something out <laughs> to get me to actually drink water. I don't know, man. I don't know. Bring a little lemon juice to work. Maybe, yeah. Or, like, maybe I'll just have to get, like, a nicer nicer water bottle that's, like, brightly colored so that I can actually see it. Yeah, or, like, cover it in stickers like I do with mine. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Oh, uh, my 15-year-old BFF, um, who's turning 16 in a couple weeks, PCs. Wow. Um, commented on my broom sticker, and I was like, yeah, it's a broom, because I'm a witch, so I need a broom. And she was like, yeah, okay. (laughs) Yeah. And I just, like, walked away, and I was like, all right, man. (laughs) We're just gonna leave it at that. Sure. (laughs) Take what, take from, take from this what you will. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, do they think I'm serious? Do they think I'm kidding? I don't know. Am I serious? Am Am I I kidding? kidding? Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the world may never know. The world may never I will, know. I will never forget when somebody we went to college with, like, messaged me on Instagram, like, this is, like, maybe a year or two ago, um, and was like, and was like, wait, you're a witch? And I was like, y- y- yes. And he was like, so, like, what do you, like, uh, like, do exorcisms and stuff? And I was like, what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> and I just, like, did not respond i was like i'll tell you who it was later It'll okay make all of the sense um i but have like, a few guesses like, dude uh yeah i'll have to tell you later because i don't feel like editing it out of the video so um but yeah i was like i'm not responding i'm just not responding because it's not going to be worth any of my time to explain to this kid what any of this entails yeah oh and then he was asking about like me being a satanist and i was like i also don't have time to explain this to you <laughs> i really don't <sighs> stupid kids yes what do you like eat babies or something do you like sacrifice animals to satan yes next like, question <laughs> yes and i'll sacrifice you next stop talking to me jesus small cat is trying to get his toy mouse from underneath my shoes so i need to assist him i was gonna say i could hear him screaming a minute ago i'm gonna fill my water bottle real quick but i'm taking out my headphones because i'm taking out my headphones great idea small cat look it's your mouse go get it he just jumped so high in the air small cat i love you oh he's just running around yelling okay bye (laughs) yes All right. Well, are you ready? ready. (laughs)
okay. wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Whoa. I just saw I just saw something about, um I just saw a text from Jay about about the cult, so hang on. Oh. Oh, okay. Her friend Johanna owns the URL for the Return of Christ. Okay. And she's just another member of the cult. <laughs> uh interesting. What? <laughs> Okay, weird cult okay. things. Okay. Oh my god, small cat. Now you're driving me nuts. This is all just. You gotta. Sir, he's messing up my rug. Bitch. Such a jerk. He only does it when we're recording, too. It's because I'm ignoring him and he doesn't like it. All right. Pay attention to me! I will in like 40 minutes. All right. I promise. All right. Ready? Like, why? <laughs> why? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Ah, <sighs> so. So, I will start with giving Small Cat a dirty look because he's still <laughs> running around being weird. Um, and then my sources, which were Wikipedia as usual. And um, honestly, just a bunch of random documents that I found through Google from like the 1700s that were really hard to read. Awesome. Love that. Because um, I always forget that stuff from like the 16th and 17th century like, some of the writing is, um, the S's look like F's. Oh, yeah. It's and still it kind just... of old, old English. Yes, exactly. Still getting back so, there. yeah. I had really, a really hard time reading all of the, all of the stuff. That but makes sense. anyway, I got the gist of it. So, obviously, this takes place in the 1700s. Uh, May 31st, 1778 is where we're going to start. Um, Mrs. Sarah Barber is traveling in the village of, I think it's Yaton, Y-A-T-T-O-N, um, in Somerset County, UK. And she came across this guy who was a tailor and he was like singing and basically yelling in a way that didn't sound like it was like a human voice. Like it sounded like really freaky. And so she went to Reverend Joseph Easterbrook, who was an Anglican vicar. And um, basically what she said was that she had lived in Yaton before. And when she lived there, this guy had been basically experiencing really strange fits. And this had been going on for the last like 18 years. Oh. Like literally for the last 18 years, this guy had been doing this stuff like on and off, just like Great. yelling and screaming and having a fit having a fit me too having a fit yep same screaming crying throwing up yes <laughs> yes i don't think there's any throwing up in this story huh anyway okay <laughs> so this guy missing out <laughs> god yeah you don't know what you're missing come on guy um yikes so this guy his name is george lukens george he was Lucas? born in 17 17- George Lukins. Oh, I'm sorry. Lukens. I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry. No, jo- yeah, George Lucas was alive <laughs> in the late 1700s, running around freaking out at everyone. No That's wonder. why he's famous. <laughs> uh, incredible. Okay, great. <laughs> sorry. Okay, sorry. so George Lukins <laughs> was 44 years old when this whole thing is happening. So wait, 44 when they it, when his fit started, or 44 after they had already been going on for 18 years. So he is 44 when Mrs. Sarah Barber first goes to Reverend Joseph Easterbrook and says, hey, this has been happening for the last 18 years. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he's 44 when, when this whole story happens. 
Um, but yes, for the last 18 years, he's been dealing with this. So since he was math, I don't know, 20 something. 26. Right? Yeah. 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 Okay. That sounds right. So basically, it's <laughs> right. something like that. I don't know. Someone do the math for us and let us know if you want. Anyway, so Mrs. Barber said that George Lukens had always been a person of very extraordinary character, is what she said. He regularly attended religious services. Like, he was just, like, a great guy, you know, which is, I feel like, how most of these stories start, where it's like, yeah, he was, like, a man of God and, like taught Sunday school and, like, all these other things. And then all of a sudden he lost his mind. Right. And Lukens himself actually claimed that these fits of his had started 18 years ago. Like, he agreed that this was happening 18 years ago. And it it started happening when he was acting in a Christmas pageant. Like, basically, like, a, a play, like, around Christmas. And he claimed that an unseen force had slapped him, basically, across the face and, like, knocked him down. And that's when this whole thing started. Was in the middle of this Christmas pageant, he basically just got, like, slapped and knocked down to the floor, and then all of a sudden, he started having these, like, strange fits. Whoa. So, (laughs) yes. And you can probably, like, see where this is going. Out of nowhere, I just got fucking slapped, bro. Yeah, basically... Just got slapped got by an unseen wound force. Wound up for that, Jesus! Yeah, well, psh, like literally so hard it knocked him down. Yeah, apparently. yeah. Um, and apparently because of this, he ended up in St. George's Hospital, where he was cared for by a Doctor Smith. I'm not sure if that's a real name or not. Uh, it is a real name, but I'm not sure if this Doctor Smith was a real person or if that's a made up name. Um, and Doctor Smith was a surgeon, and then he also had um, a bunch of other physicians that were basically caring for him while he was in St. George's Hospital. His team of educated doctors and nurses. Yes. In the 1700s. In the 1700s. And after 20 weeks, they said, he's incurable, sorry. So what did they do? So basically, they claimed that he was, uh, the word I saw used was bewitched. So basically, this guy's possessed. Yeah, okay. And he himself actually claimed that he was possessed by seven demons. Exactly seven. And the only way to get rid of them was for them to be driven out by seven clergymen. Okay. I, yes. I, I think, I think I am familiar with this story. Yes. Ah, yes. All right. Um, oh, also, uh, Astonishing Legends covered the story as well. And I think that's actually where I might have heard it first, but it was a while ago. That might be where I heard it. That's the only other podcast I listened to, so... Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Maybe it is. Um, well, this this is, like, I think it's a pretty popular, like, possession case that people talk about. Um, but it's not as sad as the other ones. Actually, the one that I was going to cover was, like, very sad. Uh, and I was like, I need one that the person doesn't die at the end. Oh. Yeah, okay. So. So, spoiler alert, this guy does not die in the end. Okay. So, seven demons. Seven clergymen. 7v7. They're gonna fight. Let's go! Basically. Let's Pick go. your team. It's like Super Smash Brothers. Satan! <laughs> Satan! Go! Uh, okay, anyway, so... So Reverend Easterbrook <laughs> contacted seven Methodist ministers 
and they all agreed to help George Lukens. Lukens. And eventually, a, a whole account of the exorcism was published in um, the Bristol Gazette, and it basically reported that this whole time Lukens was claiming he was the devil. So, like, <clears throat> he made just, like, a lot of weird noises. He would, like, bark at people. Um, <laughs> he sang inverted hymns. So, basically, like, he would sing hymns backwards. Oh, that's like, pretty good. How did they, how did they yeah, catch which is, on to that? They were like... That's the thing. Like, they sat and, like, listened to it, and they're like... Is he saying God backwards? Is he saying Jesus backwards? Is that... Isn't isn't God backwards just dog? Yeah. <laughs> Sesuj. <laughs> He's just talking about dogs and sausages, man. I don't... I, I don't understand. Uh, yes. I think it was, like, I think... Um, one thing that I read was that it was one very specific hymn that he would sing inverted. Um, I can't remember which one it was, but that was a thing. And uh, he was also just like really violent, not like towards other people, but he would just like flail around violently and like make really violent, sudden movements. And yeah, basically just acting very strange. Very strange. Strange fits. All right. So now we're going to skip to Friday the 13th. 1778. Good shit. Perfect. Love it. Bad luck. Incredible. Bad luck for the demons. Ha ha. So the seven clergymen took Lukens to um, Temple Church in Bristol and they took him to the vestry. And the reason why they chose the vestry was because it was like the most private area and they didn't think, you know, anyone was going to hear what was happening. Anyone was going to see it because um, they wanted to do all of this like in private and like secretly without anybody knowing. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, fun fact, the Temple Church was also the previous site of a church uh, for the Knights Templar. Interesting, indeed. Yes. I thought that was very cool. Fun fact. Fun fact. For anyone who doesn't know, the Knights Templar is like a Catholic military order, basically. It's very it's very weird. I don't really understand it. Maybe one day I'll do more research on it. But mm-hmm. anyway. Okay, so... Friday the 13th, they performed this exorcism, um, and there was, like, hymns and prayer and singing and all that, you know, normal stuff, um, and apparently the demons were cast out using the Trinitarian formula, which I thought sounded really cool, but it's just the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Oh. It's that. It's that whole thing that you hear all the time. Yeah. And they basically commanded the demons to return to hell. Like, get back, you. You, you get away. Mm, 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 mm. And after this whole thing, Lukens was very calm. He was, like, happy. He was, like, really thankful to these guys for helping him. He was like, oh, my God, thank you so much, like, to all these clergymen. Um, he was like, he was like, oh, blessed Jesus. He just kept, like, saying, like, blessed Jesus. And, like, recited the Lord's Prayer and was like, everything was great. And he was like, like oh, yes, this worked. And he was, like, super happy. So, Reverend Easterbuck Brooks said after this whole thing, he was like, this was definitely a legitimate case of demonic possession because it worked, right? And this entire time, Lukens had been, like, summoning invisible agents, like, people to, like, help him. He had, like, been summoning all of these different, like, demons. Um, He would speak in, like, a really feminine voice, 
But then he would switch over suddenly to using a really like deep, like demonic voice, like really scary, um, that like didn't sound like it was human. Um, he kept thanking the demons for like giving him power. He was like really grateful to the demons for this whole thing um, prior to the exorcism actually working. Um, but he used like really profane language. He was like swearing at people all the time. Um, and every single time the clergyman asked him to say Jesus, he would just respond devil. <laughs> like, all right, George, say Jesus, devil. <laughs> like, Damn you, Satan! <laughs> AKA the devil. TM. TM, 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 TM. Um, okay, so this whole thing worked. He was like super, instead of being grateful to the demons, he was now grateful to the clergyman. Great. Everything's awesome. So the following Friday, there was this like meeting at the church and a whole people, a whole bunch of people gathered there and they were all like standing around the church. There were like people pressed up against the walls. Like it was like super crowded in there. And basically they like held a service for Lucans where like everybody was like singing and like talking to Lucans. Um, and so it was basically like a celebration for like the fact that this exorcism had worked. And of course, all of these people went to the Bristol Gazette and like told the Bristol Gazette what happened. So it ended up getting published oh about. okay yeah so they didn't do a very good job keeping everything secret well <laughs> like maybe everybody they, found out maybe they didn't want to keep the event secret they just wanted to keep the actual exorcism secret, like yeah private you know yeah. they didn't want anyone being like hey can i come up can i just come i'll just stand in the corner can i just come to the exorcism i just want to see you yeah the demon yeah. yeah. And I don't know if I don't know if it was just like the people that were there just talked to everyone else and then like word spread really quickly. And that was how they found out. Like, I don't I mean, I did read a couple of um, like accounts that were that like the actual clergyman had written. So like they definitely wrote about it separately. So it's it's like everyone was just so stoked. So, I think so. And he was stoked. George Lukens was stoked. So he was telling yeah. everybody. He's like, bro, no more demons. Yeah, those seven demons, they're gone now. I'm a totally normal guy. <laughs> Yay. Okay, so... So there's... Okay, so there's the... Um, obviously, uh, belief that it was, like, a legitimate exorcism that actually worked. But obviously, there's other explanations for it. So... One of them is, um, it came from the Gentleman's Magazine and Historical Chronicle, which was a monthly magazine that was in England from, like, the mid-1700s to, like, the 1920s. So it, like, ran for, like, a while, this, like, magazine. Hi, small wow, cat. hi, small cat. <laughs> and in this article that they wrote about it, it basically claimed that Lukens was suffering from epilepsy. And St. Virus's Dance, which I've never heard before, but it's otherwise known as Sydenham's Chorea or Chorea Minor. But basically, it's an autoimmune disease that comes from childhood infection mm -hmm. of Group A Beta Harmolytic Streptococcus. Streptococcus. Strept. Strep throat. Strep throat. <clears throat> so I guess when you have this certain type of strep as a kid it can form later and basically what 
the main characteristics are is like really rapid, like uncontrolled jerking movements in like your face and like your hands and your limbs. Um, so it's basically just like uncontrolled movement, mm-hmm. which is like kind of similar to epilepsy. But apparently they think that he was suffering from both. And that would explain like him just like kind of flailing around and like being violent all the time. Yeah. I guess, which still doesn't really check out to me, but it's fine. Like, it could be one explanation for it. Right. But the big ex- or the big one that I think most people kind of speculate is that this whole thing was a fraud. And there are a few reasons why I kind of, like, subscribe to that theory. <laughs> Apparently, he was a ventriloquist. Okay. And he did a lot of acting. Like, he was in that Christmas pageant that one time. Like, he acted in plays, like, all the time. And there was this guy named Dr. Farrier who was a medical demonologist, by the way. All right. was a thing in the 16th and 17th You've centuries. you got demons in your blood. Just do cocaine about it. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. Very good. And basically, he claimed that Lukens was an imposter. Like, this whole thing was faked because since he was an actor and a ventrilo- ventriloquist, he had basically been practicing on his neighbors and, like, the people in his town for, like, 18 years. <gasps> basically just, like, fucking with everybody. Yeah. For 18 years. That is so fucking funny. Yes. So, there was um, an article in Encyclopedia Britannica in 1834 about this whole thing. And it basically said that it could be explained by seizures or fits of drunkenness, which I guess so. Yeah, that's fair. But this whole time, he was completely sensible he didn't, like, really, like, he wasn't making super exaggerated movements. Like, the only real thing that he was doing that, I guess, made people kind of uncomfortable was that he would clench his hands a lot. Like, he would just kind of, like, do this. <clears throat> but he was always really careful not to hurt himself or anyone around him. Which, like, in some of the more convincing, like, pos- possession exorcism cases... I feel like people actually get hurt. Yeah. So the fact that he, like, was really careful not to hurt himself or anyone else is just kind of, like, interesting. Um, Also, while he was at the hospital, he didn't have any of these fits. Like, he was basically, like, I'm I'm assuming he wasn't normal because he was there for 20 weeks. But according to Encyclopedia Britannica, he didn't have any of those fits while he was in the hospital. He was like, nope, not going to stay here. But he still claimed that he was, like, possessed by seven demons the entire time. I still Yeah, I'm totally possessed. Them. And they're like, show us the proof. And he's just like, I'm possessed. Yeah. And they're like, we don't know how to cure you. And he's like, well, I'm still possessed. So. Well, why don't we get seven bishops together? Yes. Yeah. 1v, 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 1v. It's so funny. Um... Also, he didn't have any of these fits while he had visitors, like when there were, or no, when he did not have visitors, like when there was no one around, he didn't have any weird fits or anything like that. Interesting. Like if there was like one other person in the room, he basically like didn't bother. It was just kind of like, yeah, whatever. But when he had like a group of people around him, he would like start having fits and stuff. And I don't, I don't know like really where this part come from, comes from. Um, but apparently after money had been collected on his behalf was when he started, like, actually getting better. 
So I don't know if like the church basically crowdfunded for him and then gave him money to like help him get better or something like that. Maybe. And then he just like stopped. Like I I didn't really know what that whole part was about. I'm kind of like, where did the money come from? But apparently after money had been collected on his behalf, he suddenly started getting better. Maybe they asked him to stop. It was like a... We'll do the thing. Everyone will get famous, right? The church will be big. You'll be big, right? And then you just like never have those fits again. How about that? Yeah, here's twenty bucks. Yeah, <laughs> slides twenty bucks across the table. Yeah, we'll or- give you twenty dollars if you just stop. Yeah, <laughs> that's also very true. Yeah. That could have. That totally could have happened. Um, I don't know if he was like uh, poverty stricken or anything. I mean, he was a tailor, so I'm assuming he wasn't he was doing great. I'm not I sure, know. though. I don't know. I have no idea. It seemed like he was just kind of a regular guy. Yeah. Until he started being weird for 18 years. But yeah. So, I don't know. That's basically it. But basically, it was the last demoniacal possession. <laughs> demoniacal. Of note in, in England. So, there might have been other, like demonic possessions after this one but this is like the last one that was really like written about and spoken about in england yeah weird so very weird no more ghosts here sir yes and that is the possession of george lukens he is also called the the uh demoniac of yeton i think (laughs) Like stupid. Yeah, it's very very seventeen seventies. Yep. So basically this guy could have gotten away with pranking everyone in his town for eighteen years until this one woman decided to report him to Reverend Easterbrook. And then Reverend Easterbrook Brook like went to him and was like, Hey man, you good? And he's like, nah, I got demons in me. <laughs> and the guy's like, okay, well, you need to stop this, all right? So in order to convince everybody that possession is real and that exorcism is real, we need you to, like, stop after we do this exorcism. And he's like, yeah, but, like, why would I do that? And they were like, we'll give you all the money. And he's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. <laughs> oh, man, that is hilarious. That is yes. very, very funny. You're just practicing your ro- routine on your town. Like, yep. I was thinking, like... And I, to- I totally believe that, too. I me mean, if too. he was, like, actually... If he was actually a ventr- ventriloquist and, like, an actor... Yeah. What? Why not? We get a little bored, you know? It's the 1770s, <laughs> 60s. Yeah. You know, like, what the fuck? What, what are else are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do when there's not a Christmas pageant to participate in? You gotta do something. You gotta do something. And then Friday the 13th. They chose Friday the 13th to do it. I'm just like, what the heck? Uh, Anywho. That's so funny. Thank you so much for that story. You're welcome. I never heard the hot take where he was just faking it the whole time. That was like the, the most, out of all of the things that I read, that was the most like convincing thing to me. Like, I mean, I know it's like hard to be convincing about something like that but most of the accounts that i read were from the clergyman yeah and obviously the clergyman aren't gonna be like yeah this was fake so yeah i don't know i don't know 
but well, I think he was just I think he was just fucking with people. We'll never know for sure. We will never know for sure. But that uh that those seven seven clergymen are pretty famous now. So good for them. Good for them. When did that guy die? Uh, seventeen. F- uh, I don't know. Let me look. I closed out my notes. I got to reopen them. Actually, I could just Google it. That's faster. Yeah. Born in seventeen forty four. I thought I had his death date in here. Interesting. Maybe it wasn't on. I must have found it in some kind of weird article unless i just never actually put it down i thought i had it in my notes where is it it's also very possible that he just like disappeared off the face of the earth and then that was his last hurrah so to say yeah yeah i don't i actually don't have his death date on here i I thought i did it's just giving me obituaries for random people named george lukens (laughs) schmau what are you doing do you want to come sit in my lap um, He's just gonna wiggle his way down here. Excuse me, Mogul. Wow, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure. It doesn't say. Huh. Was George Lukens a hypochondriac? Not only was George Lukens known for his talent with ventriloquism and mimicry, but was apparently a bit of a hypochondriac. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, that's just another thing that just popped up. Yeah. So I guess uh, if anybody has found what year or how George Lukens died. That would be cool. But uh, yeah, I don't see it anywhere. So it kind of seems like this guy just kind of dropped off the face of the earth after this. Or it was also the 1700s and people didn't keep documentation of anything ever. Yeah. Unless it happened and you published it in the Bristol Gazette, apparently. So. Well, (sighs) good for him, I guess. He got to get lots of pranks in, so. Yeah, he probably went somewhere else and changed his name and started pranking new people. (laughs) <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> except for this time he got away with it because nobody went and reported him it's true either that or people just thought he was weird yeah it's like, oh that guy oh that guy he's just like that he'll just like walk up to you on the street and start barking at you it's really fun <laughs> i actually kind of like it he's like, yeah okay man yeah yeah you're doing great <laughs> All right. It's like that that, that one weird townie, that one weird townie, you know, yeah. that just like mm-hmm. strolls around it on Main Street, and whenever they don't appear for like a week, you get a little worried. You're like, man, I hope they're okay. <laughs> that guy who stands shirtless on the corner every day. <laughs> yes, and then you're like, oh, there he is. Oh. oh, I wonder what it's like to be the town weirdo. I gotta try harder. Goals. <laughs> Goals. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, I have to go see what Ruben is fucking barking at. Hang on. Oh, typical. If you guessed that it was literally nothing, you'd be correct. Wow. Yeah. So. But, uh, Love uh, it. I really think she like um woke up and like scared herself. <laughs> she like snored. I've done too that loud before. Or something. I don't know. It was like. Huh, huh, or barked in her sleep. <laughs> She's done that before and like yeah. woke herself up and been like. Huh. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> you. You did that. Uh, yeah. Good shit. Well, I have something dumb to talk about. Hooray! Just what I wanted. Okay, first of all, I'm gonna, uh, we've, we've had these before. The, the Betty's Eddie's Edibles. 
Oh, yes. So these are like the taffy chews, right? And when we, when I got them, I got the 100 milligram pack and there's 10 in there. No, there's 20 in there mm-hmm. and they're five milligrams each, right? Yeah. And I was like, great. So, um, Jay got a medical card, um, and so they can get the extra strength ones. Oh, boy. And there's 250 milligrams in the whole pack. And Mm -hmm. I really thought there was gonna be, like, ten in here, at least. There's not. There's five. So they're 50 milligrams each, bro. Holy crap. I, like, haven't even opened these yet, because I'm just, like... I'd be kind of scared. Like, yeah, that, that's so that's a lot. much. That's so much. Like, I feel like, I feel like I take, I take one of the five milligram ones and like, I definitely like, they don't get me like blasted, but I definitely feel them. And that's like 10 times that. Yeah. Interesting. Well, when you decide to take one, let me know how you feel. I think I'm, I'm definitely going to Maybe cut it in half to, first. Yeah. I was definitely going to have to eat like half of it. Yeah. I'll open it. Maybe they're, like, extra large, too, or something stupid. Maybe. Can't. Or maybe they taste different because they're, like, more concentrated. Come on, man. Oh, God. The the opening of the package. Ugh. God, it's always the worst. I have old man hands, and they don't work. That's (laughs) why I got that new grinder. Yup. This is not disability-friendly. Sir. Nope. I mean, I was gonna say, in uh, in your defense, I also have a lot of trouble opening them. I think most people do, honestly. I feel like that's a general consensus, is that most edibles packages or, like, vape pen packages or whatever are just so hard to open. Even, like, the little baggies that you, they give you your flower in. <laughs> you gotta have that child safety, which... Also, apparently... Is adult safety as well. Is adult safety. I mean, a lot of children know how to use scissors as well. So, just saying. No, there's... <laughs> just saying. They're the same size as the other ones. Okay. So, these are... They don't smell like weed, but... They might taste like it. They might taste like it. Oh, I did get... um. this package. <laughs> Fuck you. I did get those, uh, the CBD edibles from... That milkweed place in Vermont. Oh, nice. I've already eaten... I bought five, and I have eaten three and a half of them. Nice. Because they are 75 milligrams of CBD each, which is a lot. That is also a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Which, like, CBD, it's, like, fine. You know, I'm not going to get high or anything. But also, I'm like, I don't want to just pass out. Yeah. That's what I would do. (laughs) I can't even, like, cut through this packaging anymore to, like, try to fucking... Okay, there we go. Okay. So, um, the other dumb thing that I wanted to talk about today is dumb stoner inventions. Oh, that sounds great. Are we going to talk about the apple pipe? I was going to say, we've all smoked out of an apple or a water bottle bong, perhaps? Perhaps, yes. Um, so those are like two everyday things that you can make a janky smoking device out of it's great fun fact yeah you just have to uh you have an apple you make a little 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 space in the top for your weed and then you have to make uh two separate holes down the center and connect them it's great it's really great 
Um, mm-hmm. Arts and crafts. Arts and crafts. That's what I'm saying. This is like um, really like peak stoner, you know, like arts and yeah. crafts. We're doing the inventions, the MacGyver shit. That is this. And um, I love it. My uh, in high school, um, I smoked a lot out of um, water bottles. So you take like an empty mm-hmm. plastic water bottle <laughs> and then you take like a Bic pen. A de- like a pen and you take out the top you take out the bottom and you stick that in there oh yeah and then you make a little bowl out of tin foil and you put it on the top <laughs> it's really great you make a little hole oh. in the cap it's awesome all right i guess you could just take so the cap good off. yeah i just pop the cap off but it's reusable it's, it's resealable <laughs> um i i will say i've never i've never made one of those and now i kind of want to try it like just you know i would i would love to show you how to make one of these fucking water bottles (laughs) let's go back in time um this was before me or my ex uh were 18 and could go to the smoke shop to actually buy a piece uh yes so uh, yes. You do what you can, I guess, to get high. Yep. And we used to smoke in the, um, on my childhood home, we had like a really big deck. It had three levels. It was probably like bigger than my entire house. It was probably like 500 square feet, you know, over yeah. the three levels. Plus, we had a hot tub and the hot tub had its own oh. house. <laughs> Oh, nice. So we could use it in the winter, and it had, like, a little sliding door. It was great. Um, And we, like, kept plastic over the screen because um, you could just, like, see right out the kitchen window into there. Mm -hmm. So it was, like, nice and private. We just went in there, and we used to smoke our little shitty water bottle weed. And um, it was great. Great. And Incredible. Um, Good times. Also, don't do that because, like, tinfoil's not good to smoke also. I was gonna say, we we'll we make can it, uh, we can do it we, we can do it, but use an actual mm. bowl piece. Yes, that is a great idea. We'll just modify <laughs> it, modernize it, if you will. Yeah. Um, other <laughs> dumb things I've seen people smoke out of. I don't know. Um, you do have the ice bong. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <gasps> Crap. That's what we should have done last week. Frick. It's okay. There's still time. There is. We still just time. we can't. We can't do it once it gets too warm or else it's just going to melt. See, we made that mistake once. Yeah. Yep. I don't know why we decided we were going to do it in the middle of summer, but it melted literally immediately. Yeah, we're like, yeah, ice bong. And then you take like a hot hit and you're just like, that's it. All right, let's go. And it's melting in my hand. The whole thing is just melting. Yeah. Uh. (laughs) It's literally a bong made out of ice. It has a mold. You fill the mold with water. You put the mole in the freezer, and then you demold it, and it's literally made of ice. It's very cool, but it melts. It melts. Because it's ice. Yeah. <sighs> so good. Uh, yes. Worth it. <sighs> worth it. Um, there is um, uh, a couple 420 articles celebrating weird stoner things, and um, the Dank Shop created Choco Bongs. Which are legitimately just solid chocolate bongs with a... So you just, like, take a hit and then you bite the top off? <laughs> I guess. Like, I don't know. Wouldn't that also um, melt in your hand? Yes. 
One, that's what I was thinking. Two, putting water in that thing is going to make it taste weird. Oh, I guess you wouldn't no. have to really eat it, but apparently they're also like $5 each, so it's like, okay. Um, so you use them once. So you use them. them once, or you just like get them as a gag gift. Yep. Yeah, like, here you go. I got you a chocolate bong. And you're like, oh, thank you so much. Chocolate bong. I'm going to smoke out of it once, and then eat it after I've smoked out of it, so there's probably resin and shit on the inside. Like, uh, oh, I have questions. Yeah, I think it's a novelty. You know? I think it's just for fun. I don't think it's meant to be used. <laughs> I think so as well. Uh, That's very cool, though. I would eat a chocolate bone. <laughs> I would do that. I would also do that. Yeah, I wouldn't smoke out of it. But I'd eat it. Yeah, no. Maybe if it's yeah. dark chocolate. Does it come in dark chocolate? Mm. Mm-hmm. Also, everything else on that website was just um, things with weed print on it, which is not fun. Oh, that is not fun. A lot of things have weed print on them. Have you met capitalism? I'm fucking saying, bro. <laughs> God. I mean, I guess also there's all those, like... Oh, uh, sorry. Um, There's also, like, gravity bongs and things like that. Oh, yeah. Um god the one that um so i used to go to a lot of parties with my sister and one of these parties that we went to they had a fucking five gallon paint bucket and the top (laughs) of one of those like huge blue water bottle jugs Mm -hmm. and just like the biggest fucking bowl that i've ever seen in my entire life and they would just take these gigantic hits of weed out of this five-gallon bucket, and it was just that's so weird. fucking wild, so dude. It was weird. fucking wild. Innovative. Yeah, I've seen a lot of hookahs that have been modified as well to, uh... Oh, that's not a good idea, though. No, it's not. <sighs> it's not good for your hookah. <laughs> it's not good for your weed either it's just like not an efficient way to smoke weed um yeah wait wait whoa hold on (laughs) whoa whoa so the only way you could modify that i mean unless you want to destroy the hose of your hookah would be to not use the hose right yeah i guess you take the hose off i guess that no because then you'd have to replace the hose with a bowl you'd put the bowl where the hose goes yeah, I goes. see that, but um, I feel like the way that I've seen people do it is they take off that whole top piece. Yeah. And then just, put, like, you have to, like, fit, basically, like, a, you make a little, like, tinfoil hat for it, and then you put your yeah. bowl in the top, and then you okay. have to leave, like, at least one, one, one hose open so it can, like, pull yes. air, but then you just, like, light it like a regular bowl and just, like, pull on your hose if you don't care about the hose then sure, yeah fine. like i mean i guess they probably don't man yeah hmm 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 yes so yeah very interesting good shit good um, shit <laughs> yeah so i think that's all the weird smoking things that i have to talk about but yeah i'm like trying to think of of more weird shit that i've seen people do oh i've seen um in the early days of vapes. In the days of old. When they used to have, like, a straw on them. I've seen people, like, put it inside an empty McDonald's cup, fit the straw over the top of, like, the one that's attached to the vape, 
and then just like have the cup put the cover back on and like vape through the straw of the cup you know interesting yeah okay so so they could fucking get high while they drive because like oh this wasn't uh um, this was before like tobacco vapes were a thing you Mm -hmm. know like so that wasn't like something that they could think of and people have been vaping weird weed for like a long ass time and a while a while Dude, those the PAX things were a thing when we were in college. Yeah, my sister so. had a first-gen PAX that she got, yeah, her freshman year of college. So it was still mm-hmm. in high school. So Yep, wild. Wild. Um, and now I can just go to a store and get um, 250 grams, milligrams of edibles. I was like, 250 grams? Damn. Milligrams? Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Ah, very nice. Yeah, so that's great. Fun. If you have, well, thank any, you. Yeah, you're welcome. If you have any weird uh, things that you've ever smoked out of, let us know. I'd love to hear your stories. Me too, because I like I didn't, I didn't start smoking until pretty like late. I guess compared to a lot of people I know, like I didn't actually start smoking until. My sophomore year of college? I was a troubled kid. (laughs) I was, but in other ways. (laughs) That's fair. I was a gifted kid, so I am the gifted kid burnout. Um, Yeah, I just burned out in high school. (laughs) I also spent way too much time swimming to ever use my brain for anything ever besides swimming. That makes sense. Which is fine. That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't start smoking until like uh sophomore year of college and the first time i smoked was out of like one of those huge bongs like a two foot basically a oh two foot bong my God. yeah that was the first time i ever smoked Rip. and uh <laughs> yeah i will never ever do that to anybody ever if you are smoking somebody out for the first time please don't ever do that don't give them your biggest piece and go hey just just go ahead yeah yeah, I I don't recommend it. If you're going to introduce somebody to weed, maybe like give them a five milligram edible and see how they feel or like give them just a tiny little hit off your joint or something. I don't know. Don't just like give them a massive bonk hit out of a two foot bong. That was not very fun. No. <laughs> I can't uh, imagine then I it was. Basically just like went straight into blunts thanks to Scott. So I do still love a good blunt. I do too. I really do. Well, we both smoked cigarettes for a bit, too, so... Yes, and I gave that up in favor of just smoking mad blunts. Yep. Good trade. Good trade. Good trade. That was a trade-up, I'd say. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Yes, it was. Wonderful. Good shit. Love that. Good shit. (laughs) Um, well... Well. I have one more thing, and then... That's all I got. But... So... I'm currently still in the process of moving all of our episodes over from our current hosting to a different hosting network or a different hosting service. Um, At this point, we're going to keep the show on Spotify, I think, because there are still a lot of people listening to the show using Spotify. And I've been kind of keeping an eye on it to see, because I know a lot of people are dropping their Spotify subscriptions, which I totally understand and I am considering doing as well. I just haven't found a good alternative yet. Um, 
But if you are one of the people that is dropping your Spotify subscription and you can't find us on whatever service you're using, please message us. But I'm going to keep watching it. And if people are no longer really listening to the show on Spotify, then we will probably go ahead and pull it just because I, well, we don't support really what's happening with that whole thing. Um, And if there's anything that we can do to kind of make a statement about it, then that's kind of what we'll do. Yes. So at this point, we're going to keep it the way it is just because people are still listening to us there. Um, But if our numbers start to go down and you guys start using another service, like we're on Stitcher now, we're on CastBox now, we're about to be on Pandora. There's a couple other ones. Oh, Amazon Music. We're going to be on soon. Um, I'm adding a few other services to like give people alternatives. But if, you know people move to another one and people are no longer using Spotify, then we'll go ahead and just pull it. So Sounds good. Anyway, and fuck Joe Rogan. Fuck I can't stand that guy. Also, free speech is not what everybody is saying it is. People are like, yeah, free speech. It's like, no, that's not. Free speech doesn't include spreading misinformation. Exactly. That's not that's not what that means and we can we are allowed to look at somebody who is spreading information and tell them to stop and we can stop supporting them in order to enforce that they actually stop and spotify kind of doubled down on it today actually and basically said like we're making a ton of money off of joe rogan so we're not gonna pull his show sorry and uh that's kind of gross so yeah, unfortunately, I've actually been thinking a lot about getting rid of my Spotify anyways, because yeah. I have learned recently that they are a straight up scam. Mm. They, um, so at the end of the year, they take all of their profits they break down all the artists into pieces. Oh yeah, they also don't pay their artists. Yeah. So they break thing. down their artists into like number of listens and then percentages. Right? Mm-hmm. So what Spotify does is like breaks all this down and then just makes up artists and puts them in there and makes them have like tons and tons of views. These artists that like basically like don't exist you know and they oh, are weird. just the spotify company funneling their money back into spotify instead of paying out the legitimate artists hosted on their service oh that's weird yeah that's really weird it's really okay. weird i'm going that's to very um find find the thing that i was reading about it and yeah. um, try to try to remember to send that to you. Um, yeah, because I would it, it, it was like that. I was like, oh, they already don't pay their artists, right? But they're just yeah. like stealing even more money from them because they Ugh. break it down into percentages. Yep. Like you get a percentage of the profit, but if we own the top ten percent, then like that's just going right to us. Yeah, great, uh, awesome, gross. Yeah, okay, well. Another yeah. reason to consider getting rid of Spotify. Although I know my $5 a month does nothing to them. Yeah, that's you know? kind of the other thing is like, I, I'm like... We have very few listeners that, as it is. Like, we don't mm-hmm. have that much. Like, we're not making Spotify money by yeah, being exactly. on there. 
for now. So, mm-hmm. we'll so see. from I, from what I've read, Napster pays their artists the most. So I did download Napster today, and I'm gonna give it a try and see if I can find. Because my my concern is that I'm not going to be able to find all of the weird, obscure music that I listen to. Yeah. On another service, because I feel like Spotify has like everything. Um, like even more than like YouTube, like people are like, oh, why don't you just use YouTube? Like, no, like a lot of the artists that I listen to don't post on YouTube. Like they don't, their music videos aren't there. And if they are, the quality's garbage. Right, right. So yeah, I'm going to try that. Okay. And we'll see. And I will report back. Okay. On if I have any success. Sounds good. Anyway, so there's that update. Let us know how you feel. If you feel the need to let us know how you feel. And if not. Yeah. That's fine too. Unless you support Joe Rogan, just keep your mouth shut. Just shh. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. All right. <laughs> okay, and that's all I got. Visit our website at yourbrainonweird.com. Yes. And check out our merch. Check out our, what else do we do? Patreon. <laughs> Patreon. There we go. That's the word. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Patron. Oh, nope, that's the wrong one. Mm, Patron. Silver. <laughs> Only. <laughs> Actually um, true. True. No, true though. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? Oh yeah, subscribe Patreon. to our Patreon. We post we post our video recording now on Patreon for our wonderful patrons, and it's pretty cool because we're cute to look at. And I do a lot of funny facial expressions and talk with my hands because I'm Italian. And yeah, um, well, I guess now you are now that you're married. Salvatore. <laughs> I've always been Italian. <laughs> Even more Italian. And he's like more Polish than he is Italian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's great. And that's really all I have to say. Okay. Thank you for listening and joining us for more weird stories and complaining about things and also talking about how we deal with the things that we complain about, which is by smoking. So thank you. Good night. Thank you. Good night. I'm Sam. I'm Sage. And this has been Your Brain on Weird. Yes. Howdy, boys. Howdy, boys. Oh,